anyone there? Please, if you can hear me, you gotta help me. <laughs> anyone? Okay. Well, uh, this thing is still blinking, so I'm just gonna keep talking then. Is, is there anyone out there? Gosh, I don't know what else to say. Um, uh, hi. My name is Ariadne Stetter, and I'm going to keep talking until someone hears me. You've got to hear me eventually, right? So, I'm here, and I'm talking into this radio. It's an old radio. I wouldn't have expected it to work even if the rest of the electronics did. Oh, no other electronics are working, by the way? Nothing is. Because, um, no one's here. It's just me. I'm all alone. It happened, uh, what was it, a, a week ago? Two weeks ago? I came up out of the basement and everyone was gone. Not dead, no bodies, just gone. All systems down. I looked everywhere I could and I haven't found anyone yet, but I know they're somewhere. Matter is conserved. When things aren't in one place, they're in another. People can't just disappear, right? Right? And, and it wasn't the rapture, either, because I would have gone. Or at least I wouldn't be the only one left. Well, no, let me backtrack, because that right there was panic talking. Really, I don't think I am the only one left. It seems unlikely, statistically speaking. There's got to be more people left somewhere around here, and I just need to find them. Communicate with them. Well, if anyone is listening to this, that might be right. If you're a real live person and you're hearing me, that means there are two possibilities. Either you're around here where I am, in which case I'm coming to find you. Or you're where everyone else is. In which case you're gonna need to help me out with getting you all back here somehow. And if you're not hearing me, and I'm not right at all, well, then I guess it doesn't matter. So I'm just going to assume you're real, and I'm going to keep talking, because if I keep talking, you're bound to hear me eventually, wherever you are, so feel free to jump in at any point, friend. Until then... Let's talk. I'm in Illinois, outside Chicago. I'm walking to Chicago because if I'm right and there are other people left, I'm statistically most likely to find them in the most populous place around. Plus, I like it there. It's where I went to school and I love living in the big city, so that's the place. As for time, it's November, I think. At least... 
it was when everything happened. If my count is right, it's the 19th now, though I'll admit I'm not entirely confident in that. It's a little chilly, but not as cold as it used to be this time of year. It's never as cold as it used to be. You probably know that. But if you're somewhere else and you don't know what's been going on over here, it's like this time of year when I was a kid, like 20 years ago, I would have been wearing like 17 layers and I wouldn't be on my journey right now because I would have to build a fire and not leave it. But now I'm wearing a sweater and that's it and I'm still on the move. Well, I've got long sleeves under that and my socks are pretty thick too. Sorry, you don't want to hear about my wardrobe. The point is that the earth got way too warm, which was incredibly bad, but it means I'm alive now, which is good, I guess. So, yay climate change? <laughs> well, I'm on the move again. I was cutting through some woods, but now I'm trying to get back to a road so I can find more supplies soon. I've just been taking stuff from stores and sleeping in those as I go. It hasn't been the most nutritious lifestyle ever, but I'm figuring it out. It's hard because I'm reaching the point now where all the fresh produce is starting to go bad. Man, if, when everyone gets back, they're gonna have a big mess to clean up. Canned fruit is good, and dried meat. And I'm eating way too many Takis, which I always did anyway, but my habit is getting worse now that they're free. <laughs> what a discount I got. <laughs> I can still make coffee. I just cold brew it, which I like anyway. <laughs> well, air temperature brew it technically, but that's fine. I'm not picky. I like it black, so I don't even mind that the milk is all spoiling. Except for when I walk past the refrigerator section and have to smell it all. Like I said, big mess. But you probably don't want to hear about that either, sorry. Did you ever see that old show Lost? <laughs> Man, if this was lost, I would set up some kind of loop to keep broadcasting until someone hears me, like Rousseau. But this is not lost, and I'm not Rousseau, and there are no other working electronics, so I have to go with the simpler solution and just keep coming up with stuff. If someone's alone in the forest, and there's no one there to hear her, Does it matter what she says, who she is? <laughs> Does it matter at all? I don't know. But I guess I'll keep trying, because I've got nothing else to do. And I'm pretty good at talking, mostly. <laughs> so this should be fun. Even when I'm not talking to other people, I often talk to myself. Not in a crazy way, just in a narrative way. I've hardly shut up since I said my first word. <laughs> it was birdie. <laughs> I miss the birds. Oh. The animals are gone, too. Did you know that? If you know, did, did I tell you? Or do you know because you're here? Ugh, this is too confusing. I'm just going to assume you're somewhere else. Maybe with everyone else. And I'm going to assume you don't know where I am because I need to keep talking about something. So 
Let me explain. There's no animals, which is good for my safety, I guess, because the squirrels around here would eat you alive in your sleep. But it's sad and way too quiet. The plants are still here, though, and so is bacteria. I don't really get that. Not my field, but I can tell they're here by the smells. Ew. But I'm glad for the plants. I wish there were as many as there used to be. When I see pictures from when my parents were kids, I see trees everywhere. All over the place. And I'd like to live in a world like that. When I was a kid, there were still more than there are now, and I miss those days. In comparison to that, there's hardly anything left. I think I mentioned that I spent a while walking through a forest, and that's true, but the forests are smaller than they used to be, and once you're out of the forest, it'll be a while before you can find many more plants. We cut down too much and made the air too bad, and it's gone too far. The good news, though it's hard to say for sure, is that I think I've already noticed things coming back in these past weeks without humans. I can't let myself think about it too much, or else it starts to feel, um, post-apocalyptic. But the sight of it is nice. The earth is healing. <laughs> Though, I don't know if it matters much if I'm the only one seeing it. We've gotten glimpses of this kind of phenomenon before, when diseases and disasters made people stay inside, and it was good to see then, but now, well, the plants don't have feelings about themselves coming back, you know? Their beauty is for the sake of those beholding it. But the only beholder is... me. That was actually the last project I was working on at the lab. What we can do to fight climate change. It was an exhibit for kids, so I had to make it sound good. Like they could actually do something and save the day, you know? I dug up some of those retro reduce, reuse, recycle posters just for fun. <laughs> But I know it's too late, as I'm sure you do too. I mean, I don't know, what could I say? The point is, there are still some trees around here. With those, there's life and growth and the promise of more to come. They're alive, like me. So I'm not as alone as I think. If the plants were gone, I'd probably lose my mind. Like, I'm not losing it already. I'm a ways away from those little woods now, and I'm walking beside a road full of crashed cars. It's really messed up. I mean, like I said before, there aren't any bodies, which means no one got hurt, so it's fine, but it's still weird to look at. Picture the gnarliest car accident you can imagine, and it's worse than that, like times hundreds. It's like the feeling you get when looking at something that's under the ocean, way at the bottom. Not a shipwreck. It's not that same sad kind of haunting because people didn't die. But maybe like a chair or something? You ever see pictures like that of, of random stuff that just sank to the bottom? It's just unsettling like that. A little funny. And also eerie. But I'm not just looking at a picture, I'm walking on it, and that makes it eerier. And the more I walk, the more I feel like I'm going deeper into the belly of the beast, or something. Farther away from everything I ever knew. 
But I'm not, because everything I ever knew was already gone. I couldn't go back if I tried. So the closest I can get is to keep moving forward. I never thought I was all that attached to it. My life, I mean. Not that I was ungrateful. I was super grateful. It was a good life, and I liked living it. But I never had many attachments. I've got a couple good friends from college, but... It's been a few years since then, and I don't see them often. The whole boyfriend thing just never really worked out for me. I have dinner with my parents once a month, but besides that, I don't think many people would notice if I just packed up and headed out. So I always thought I would give it all up for the sake of adventure if given the opportunity. This adventure sucks, though, and I want it all back what I would give to stay up into the ridiculous hours of the night talking on the phone, or to burn my tongue on a cup of hot tea, or to help a random person pick up a stack of stuff they dropped, or to twist and adjust a crummy old pair of headphones until I could sort of hear the music. <laughs> All the stupid little things like that. Music. That's one of the worst parts, actually. I miss music so bad. I try to sing myself some of my favorite songs sometimes, but it is not the same. I'm no good at singing. I do like to do it, though, and it's cathartic. I can belt as loud as I want, top of my dang lungs, and no one can hear me at all. That feels nice. And then it feels sad. I'm relieved that no one can hear me. And then I'm really, really sad about that fact. And the sad songs, none of them quite cut it, you know? I sang the saddest, angriest, angstiest songs I knew, and I sang songs about the end of the world. But the thing is, I used to sing those songs when I thought I knew about the end of the world, except I didn't. I didn't know it would be like this, and it's not that I'm looking at the end of the world, it's that this is the end. Everything's all over. It's done, and it's over, and, and I can never get any of it back. And, and, and none of the songs about loss quite cut it, because I've lost everything and everyone all at once, and I believe that they're out there somewhere, but it sure seems to be somewhere I can't get to. And I'm all alone, and I'm so scared, and no song, and no words, and no nothing is ever going to be able to describe it. But describing it wouldn't do any good anyway. Describe it to who? So, I guess I'm just going to sit here and cry. But the point I'm trying to make is, nowadays when I sing, I sing happy music. And as I walk, I try to keep some skip in my step. And when I talk to you, I'll try to make it fun. Because what good is dwelling on the past going to do? No good at all. I'm going to keep on moving until I get back to people, and I'm never going to take them for granted again. I'm going to do it somehow. I just don't know how yet, but you'll see, or rather you'll hear, <laughs> you're going to hear me figure it out. That's a promise. And if I don't make good on it, well, let's just say cross my heart and hope to die.
I guess I'm signing off for now. But I'll talk to you soon, okay? I'll talk to you tomorrow. And the day after that. And the day after that. Even if all I get back is dead air. See you tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> over. original music by End of Our Youth. For more information, follow us on Instagram at deadairfm. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you are not alone.